the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit, and the fellowship of the saints be with you all. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Practice Resurrection. It's good to be with you all in this way. My name is Stephen Birkenpass, and I'm the lead pastor at Living Hope Christian Reformed Church. And my name is Jay Jansen. I'm the pastoral elder at Highland Community Church. Welcome to the fifth in our series of Lenten Reflections on the last seven words of Jesus. As we pray, read scripture, and engage with some exercises together, we trust that we'll find ourselves image bearers of God who are more fully alive human beings. We encourage you to have at hand the liturgy that accompanies this recording. Download the PDF file or navigate to it on your device, or print off a hard copy. I also invite you to light a candle as a sign that God is present with you in spirit. If you're with kids, maybe let them do the honors. In the silence that follows, go ahead and pause your playback device to gather those things. When you're ready, press play and we'll continue. Now that you're all set, let's gather ourselves and greet Emmanuel, the God who is always present to us, with this song. Cause your face to shine Cause your face to shine Cause your face to shine What do you thirst for? A few years back, I had the opportunity to make a trip to Egypt and Israel with a group of pastors. The person leading the trip was really big into experiencing the land, not just learning about it and what it looked like, but he would do things like stop the bus a few kilometers before the location that we were going to, just so that we could get out and walk. It was Egypt, and in the summer, it it was hot. Before we left for the trip... We were given backpacks so we could carry extra water, and I thought it was a little silly. But on those walks, I was very grateful. 
Every once in a while, I'd forget to take enough water with me, and the bus would be this beacon of light in the distance. Thirst would propel me forward. It's not just a desire that we think about, but we feel it. Our dry throat or an empty stomach. Our thirst is incredibly human, showing our vulnerability, our frailty, our need for sustenance. Jesus uses some of his last words to announce that he is thirsty. Recall what it is like to thirst and reflect. Why these words from the cross? Knowing that everything had now been completed, and so that the scripture should be completely fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar full of sour wine stood there, So, putting a sponge soaked in the wine on a hyssop stick, they held it up to his mouth, and he took a drink. In the silence that follows, pause your playback device and take a few moments to let the Word of God sink in. Let the Spirit draw your attention to certain words, images, thoughts, and feelings. The scripture reading was from the Gospel of John. John often uses I am statements to say profound things. In a devotional that was reflecting on these passages, one person noted how Jesus uses these I am statements throughout John to talk about how he is divine, the great I am come to be with him. He would say things like, I am the good shepherd. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the true vine. He has seven of these I am statements, each of them pointing towards how he is God. Now, I wonder if the disciples in earshot of Jesus heard him begin with another I am statement and expected another profound statement. I wonder if when he said, I am if the people leaned in, thinking they would hear some more revelation, one more metaphor, one more saying that would let them know who Jesus was. I wonder how they felt when they heard him finish the sentence with thirsty. To them, it might not be so profound, but I think there is value in simply recognizing how human Jesus is in that moment. We sometimes emphasize Jesus as divine so much that we diminish the mystery of him also being fully human. Jesus, in his dying moment, experiences thirst. A thirst that connects you to your body, not just to your mind. You need these fluids and liquids to keep you going. In biblical language, thirst implies anguish and loneliness. Jesus, who has been stripped and mocked, nailed to the cross, abandoned by disciples, he is experiencing thirst. This is a very real thirst that you can feel to the core of your being. I want us to be attentive to the fact that Jesus shares in the human experience of suffering. In Jesus, we do not have a God who is distant who came to model the good life and then leave. We have a God who in his time of glorifying was on a cross and was thirsty. 
While this does not give an answer to why we experience suffering, it does let us know that our suffering is not in isolation. It also brings into question how God brings about his salvation in the midst of weakness. Marva Don, a professor at Regent College, reflects on weakness and the cross, saying, Even as Christ accomplished atonement for us by suffering and death, so the Lord accomplishes witness to the world through our weakness. God's way is not to take us out of tribulations, but to comfort us in the midst of them and exchange our strength in the face of them. By our union with Christ and in the power of the Spirit, in our weakness, we display God's glory. Marva Don there holds out hope that in our times of thirst, whatever that looks like, where we feel frail and see our limits, that these are times where we can display God's glory in our union with Christ and our dependence in him. Here are a few questions to consider or practices to try out as a way of reflecting on Jesus's thirst. Drink a glass of water. As you swallow the water, be aware of how it feels on your tongue and cheeks. Notice the sensation of it running down your throat and into your stomach. Pay attention to our very simple human need for food and drink. As you do so, remember Jesus' statement for thirst. Do you think it was hard for Jesus to say, I am thirsty? Is it ever hard for you to admit a weakness? To say when you need something? Describe a time when you were really thirsty. What did you need? How did you know what you needed? How is your need met? What do you thirst for, good or bad, today? Over the next week, pay attention to the ways in which God satisfies your thirst with living water. Lastly, Who speaks words like these today? Are there people who are vulnerable, hungry, and thirsty? People who need care for their bodies? What might God be inviting you to do or not do to quench someone's thirst? without you barren and cold but for the bold hope that you yourself planted within in the mighty name of God in the same In the strong name of the Spirit, we come, we cry, we 
Thanks for joining us. We trust that you will find yourself more fully alive in the image of Jesus as you practice resurrection in the week to come. Before we go, please pray the following words with me. O Christ, by praying for those who crucified you, you lead us to forgive without counting the cost. O Christ, by opening paradise to the repentant thief, you awaken hope in us. O Christ, by remaining faithful until death, you show us the road to greater love. O Christ, by taking the burden of sin upon yourself, you reveal to us the way of generosity. O Christ, come and help our weak faith. O Christ, create a pure heart in us, renew and strengthen our spirit. O Christ, Your word is near. May it live within us that we might live in you. Amen. To him who is able to keep you from falling, to present you before his glorious presence without fault, And with great joy To him who is able To keep you from falling To present you before His glorious presence without fault And 
with great joy to the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages and now and forevermore. 